Westplex 107.1, Paralyzer. That's what Shelly is. You look at her, and you just get paralyzed. By my beauty, of course. Of co- well, of course, that's, that, that's, that's, you know, that's unsaid. I mean, you know, that's, uh, that's just a, you know, one of those things that if you say, uh, you know, majestic, you know, you know you're talking about like Mount Rushmore. You know, you say, uh, you say. Vogelsang Pest Management has programs for everyone's budget. Call us at 314-601-1789. Vogelsang Pest Management, serving your family like you're our family. Yeah, uh, You know, hot, you're talking about Las Vegas in July. You know, you're talking about beautiful, you're talking about Shelly. You know, just simple as that, right? Oh, are you trying to make up for yesterday? I didn't say anything bad yesterday. What's this deal? People no, you really didn't. I was just kidding. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say anything bad. You yesterday. were awesome. No, I wasn't. I, it was just it was just an, another day at the office, another day slaving over a high, hot microphone. Well, yes, yes, you all are. You are our favorite mic monkey. Right. The weather dudes didn't necessarily get this one right, did they? Uh, uh, no, no snow. Although it is cold, it's 28 right now. You know what I just is remember? there any school? <laughs> well, you know darn well that you know I don't remember if we got any school closings or not. I mean, with the forecast, normally you know they, you know it used to be that that I, I heard the story from one of my one of my teacher friends that she said a good superintendent is up at like three o'clock in the morning on mornings that there, there could be potential you know school closings driving the highways. Okay, now it's to the point where. They pull up their weather app. Oh, supposed to snow tomorrow. School's closed. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like they're actually, you know, experiencing it. They're just going like, eh, school closed, going to sleep in late tomorrow. Don't have to worry about going to school. That's pretty much the way it is nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the forecast and is still cold. It's still uh, going to be uh, very low. Uh, the uh, low tonight's going to be 28. Matter of fact, as we go through the day, right now it's 28, and it's going to go down. Matter of fact, between now and... And 10 o'clock, it'll drop about 10 degrees, if you can believe that. Wow. Yeah, so, so it's, going to be, it's going to be cold all day. Uh, and then early in the morning, it'll get into single digits. So, uh, but tomorrow's supposed to be sunny, believe it or not. I'm sorry? It's supposed to be sunny tomorrow. We, well, we might even well have, it should because it's Valentine's Day. We might even have some sun this afternoon. I mean, there's no guarantee on that. There's no sun yesterday. Another day where it's just like, okay, it's real. A cold gray bucket of sun. It just, you know, and the rain. <laughs> I know you the, love that. Well, the cold rain yesterday, you know, I was in and out, uh, you know, my truck yesterday, going here, going there. You know, you should get out and you get sort of wet. And you, you know, you get inside where you're at, you try out, you go back out, you get wet again. It's like, okay, whatever. No fun. Uh, but all sorts of things to talk about today. Uh, I'll throw out a couple things that I don't have on our list so far. Jim Carrey got in trouble for something, which I'm scratching my head over. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff about uh, the elections again. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got one of these memes. <laughs> I don't know if I should read this on the air or not. It was pretty Probably fu- not. It's pretty funny. Okay. If it sounds like something that's coming out of my mouth, you probably shouldn't read it. Okay, imagine this in the in the uh, Iowa primary or in the Iowa caucus. You know what I'm talking about? Iowa caucus with you know the big controversy yes. last yes, week I with do, the caucus and the whole bit. I okay, do know what you're talking about? Joe Biden got beat by a communist, a gay guy, and an Indian. And you know what his comment about that was? No. I hated to be beat by the village people. <laughs> That's actually pretty cute. <laughs> it's going to get you in a lot of trouble that you said that, but, oh, but it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, 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 
you know, you got to sort of feel sorry for Joe in the respect that it's things aren't going well for him. But I like the kind of guy. I like Joe in the respect that he's like, you know what? We're just going to keep moving on. You know, and you know, you never know. I mean, there's all you go back in the history of of the people who've ultimately uh, you know won their nomination. A lot of them did not do well in the first couple of primaries. And you know, once again, it's interesting because of the fact that that uh, the demographic makeup of of uh, of uh, uh, you know Iowa and New Hampshire is vastly different from South Carolina and especially Nevada. Man, I don't know if you heard this or not. The Nevada, it's the I think the Nevada Culinary Union, uh, which there's eighty thousand members in Nevada, eighty thousand unions. Union members, uh, they're the ones that you know. They're the cooks. They're the yes, you know, the people, yes. you know all the all the behind the scenes and and you know the waitresses and things like that who are in this union. They have come out absolutely positively against Bernie Sanders. I mean, just really. Oh yeah, because of the health care thing. Because they've got a really good health care plan through the union. And essentially, if Bernie gets in, you know, he's got this Medicare for all, and everybody's everybody's insurance, you know, goes bye bye. You know, if you have, if you have, you know, remember the old thing when Barack Obama said, if you have your, you know, if you, if you have your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Well, this time around, it ain't nothing like that because Bernie's essentially saying, you know, if you have your doctor, say goodbye because it's all going to change. You know, everything will change. And the culinary union is out against him and to the point where, where, uh, you know, like vehemently against him, they're wearing T-shirts and the whole bit. So that's going to be interesting. The whole thing is so interesting. Trump and, and you know, and all the, the, the stuff he keeps uh, uh, tw- tweeting out. Do you follow? Or you're not a Twitter person at all, do you? N- not really, no. I follow Trump. I mean, I follow, I don't know, a couple hundred people. And, I mean... <laughs> He says some of the most unbelievably funny things. I mean, sometimes I don't think he need, means them to be funny, but they're just funny. You know what I mean? I mean, I, they, they, there's a big thing going on in business for the last several years about disruption. That's the big thing. You know, uh, Uber, yes. Uber disrupted the cap, the, the taxi business. You know, yes, Amazon has disrupted retail sales. And the idea being is that with technology and with changing uh, demographics, that things that used to work don't work anymore. And to the point where it, you know, for a long, long time, you had this thing where you had the president had to, he'd get in, in the front of podium and he'd make a very measured speech and he'd read from the teleprompter and there would be big, wide, open spaces between their words where they would talk like this. And Trump gets up there and says all sorts of bizarre stuff. And it's like, okay, this is really different, you know? And some people hate it. I find it, I find it fascinating because of the fact that it's sort of like it's sort of like uh, you know he's sort of like the Chick Fil A sandwich of 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 the the chicken sandwiches. The Chick Fil A of the chicken sandwiches. Yeah, think about it for a minute. You know, I mean, the only difference <laughs> oh, is that, that Trump Trump works on Sundays. Yes, I know he does. Yeah. He's POTUS. He needs to. Okay, so I'm, you know, I'm not very political. We yeah. all know this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was listening to another station. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. And, but I was listening to Pink Floyd. But after that, I, I heard the most lovely political ad for Bloomberg. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's you know he's got money. He's got people that know what they're doing. Um, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. He's already spent. I think the the current total is like three hundred and thirty million of his own money. Uh, he's running the ads here in 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 the St. Louis area. He's running ads in yes, Missouri he is because we've got one. Of, what's our primary? The 20th or something like it's coming up next month it's like about a month for now uh and uh you know he's he's i I don't know i mean 
it's going to be it would you know i i think that 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 would be to me a trump versus bloomberg race would be too much like okay two new york dudes two billionaires nah we need some difference i i think it would yeah be. but he's a little bit different than donald trump i mean his his uh you know persona is is different yeah boy he got himself in trouble over the last couple of days he's got some real issues to deal with who, Bloomberg or oh, Trump? No, no, Bloomberg, because some stuff came out on him where, you know, he, you know, they, they had this thing in New York for a long time called stop and frisk. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, well, essentially what they do is the police would just walk up to people. They were suspected of, of like being, you know, criminals and they would, you know, say, hey, come over here, lean against this wall and they would frisk them for guns, knives, things like that. You know, gun, drugs, a whole bit. And some people, oh, you can't do that. It's illegal search and seizure. So when he first started as mayor, he did that. Well, now he's walking back on that, and all these interviews are coming out. And one of the interviews was he, he was saying, he said, I think I can almost quote it word for word. He said, the problem we have with stop and frisk currently is we stop too many white people and not enough minorities. So the minorities went like, the, we don't like that. You know, it was like, it's like, so in other words, you're saying, you know, the Start white. Start targeting the minorities. Right. That's what essentially he was saying, you know, and that hit him. And boy, a lot of people were like, okay, we don't like that. So, you know, but people have short memories. You know, next week they'll go like, they won't remember a thing he said. Hey, we got to take a break. We will be right back at 620. Westplex 107.1, if you're waking up this morning uh, expecting one to three inches of snow and slush and all the stuff that they talked about in most places. The ground's not even wet. It seems pretty much dried out from yesterday. So uh, I guess that's a good thing. Or maybe some people think it's a bad thing because they like snow. I don't know. How you, how, how are you on that, Shelly? Do you think it's good or bad? It was, that- it was sleeting and snaining yesterday, and the roads weren't bad at all. Well, it, depending upon where I was at yesterday, uh, matter of fact, when I went up, Excuse me, when I went out and I hiccuped, oh my God, don't tell me I got the hiccups again. Uh, when I went out yesterday morning, there was a little ice in my windshield, uh, but... That was the only time I had it. Other than when I was driving around yesterday, I didn't have trouble at all. Matter of fact, like you said, it was I just, didn't either. It was just, uh-huh. it was just, uh, just, just wet. But today, I mean, in most places, they're you know the roads are pretty much, if they're not totally dry, they're pretty close to being dry right now. So should have a decent uh, drive to work this morning. Although the temperature is going to be falling like a rock, like we just talked about, uh, probably go down ten degrees from right now till about ten o'clock, eleven this morning. So it's going to get cold, and it's just going to get colder as the day goes on. And uh, so we'll just have to deal with that. Uh, uh, lots of stuff in the news. Uh, you know, for the first time, they're talking about the new uh, stadium, the new soccer stadium they're going to build west of Union Station. And for the first time, I heard someone discuss, well, where are people going to park? You know, because there's no parking garage or anything there. Um, you know, and I how long have said, like, I don't understand why they picked that location. I guess they're getting it for free from MoDOT or they're going to have to pay MoDOT or something for it. But I don't understand it. I mean, why would you shoehorn that park in there? Um, you know, where there's, you know, I mean, if you go downtown to uh, the Dome or to uh, Bush Stadium, there's parking garages all around there. You know, there's a parking garage that's actually attached to uh, the, the Dome, and there's several across the street. Same thing situation with, uh, you know, with uh, uh, the stadium, uh, Bush Stadium. You got stadium garage east and west, and you got a bunch of, you know, garages around there. You got some surface parking uh, south of the area. If you go down to, uh, down there along, uh, what would be the, like uh, in the, the, the north northern Soulard, Soulard area, there's places to park down there, but out there at where the new stadium's going to be and the 25,000 people are supposed to show up, don't get it. And by the way, have you heard this about the Battle Hawks? The, the, uh, the, I don't know if you know this or not, that they're only I don't gonna, know who the Battle Hawks are. It's the new football team, the XFL team. You know, we talked about them. The Battle Hawks, they won their first game. 
where are they? <laughs> what do you mean, where are they? <laughs> Just what I said, where are they? St. Louis. I know that, Brad. Where were they playing? Well, they haven't played in St. Louis yet because of the fact their first two games are on the road. They played oh, okay. or they play in Los Angeles. No, they played in Dallas on, on, on this past weekend, and I don't know where they're playing this next weekend. But their, only, their, their plans were to only sell the lower bowl in the Dome. So in other words, they were only going, to, only going to use the seats, you know, the lower bowl, and the upper bowl was not going to be sold. And there's, I think, 28,000 seats in the lower bowl, and they say that ticket sales have been so brisk, they may have to open up part of the upper bowl. So they're getting... Well, that's... So is this called the MFL? Shelly, where you been? It's the XFL. It's, it's like it's not like the mini football league. No, it's no, it's not a bunch of little midgets that run around out there. It's, no, it's regular size. It's regular size guys, you know, who play. Some of these guys, you know, have played in the Although NFL. Although that would be cool, wouldn't it? No, it wouldn't. That would be terrible. I can't believe you would even say something like that. You can't say things like that anymore. You can't say, "Oh, I'd love to go watch midget football." See, that's illegal. I didn't now. say that. You did. I heard you coming out of your mouth. No, it, it didn't. And you said midgets actually. are your favorite people, and you wish you, you had more midgets in your life. Well, I do, because I think they're they're lovely, but I didn't say that, Brad. I just heard you say it. I heard you say it again. No, no, yes. you didn't. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, whatever. Move on. Anyway, the, the sales have been going very well. And I'm I, so glad. I'm so happy for that. So am I. Finally. It's to the point where, like, it's sort of like you know, hey, we'll show you NFL. Uh, and and the interesting thing was that I listened to a couple sportscasters who are normally like minor league sports. Ugh. You know, they you know they're like if it's not the top four sports, you know, NBA, NHL, uh, you know, what is it, uh, MLB, and uh, what's the other one. Uh, NFL, whatever, the top four sports, they're like not interested. I heard several sports guys, local guys, talking about how they were impressed with the level of play and they felt the games were very exciting and were very fun to watch. So, you know, just have to see what happens. You know, once again, Vince McMahon, we talk about disruptors. Trump's a disruptor. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon, uh, let me try it again. Vince McMahon is a disruptor as well, too. You know, I like disruptors. Look at us. You know, we have a station that's, uh, you know, and we have a morning show called BS in the Morning. Who in the right mind would call their show BS in the Morning? And, and, and the crazy thing is, like, who would ever think that Brad, the guy, would be the straight guy and you would be the one that was always spouting the BS? That is so not true. <laughs> I call BS on your BS. Okay. It's 629. Westplex 107.1. Not this morning. It's frozen. There's no waterfall this morning, right? Nope. No waterfall at all. If you're just getting up and you heard the gloom and doom about the rain was going to turn into sleet and then snow one, three inches didn't really happen practically anywhere. Most of the areas, the uh, roads are dry. Uh, maybe just a little bit of moisture to it but uh, that could be a little bit of an issue especially on the bridges and overpasses so don't think just because of the fact that we didn't get all the stuff we did not get that you can go flying around at 100 miles an hour this morning still take it a little bit on the cautious side uh, and if your car parked outside last night and when it rained and you try to get into this morning it may be problematic because you know it is the when you get in it on your car you get the water on the uh, door gaskets and then it freezes and you can't get your car open so hopefully you won't have a problem like that speaking if, from experience sir 
<laughs> well, you know, I have to tell you, there's a little trick I learned years and years and years ago. If WD-40? You, well, WD-40, or you buy that spray silicone stuff, um, you know, the stuff in a can, and what you do is you just take it, and uh, the, the best way to do it so you don't make a real mess is you take, like, a cloth, and you spray it into the cloth, and then you just run that cloth all over the gasket material on the inside of your door frame, um, and also where it hits on the actual uh, body of the car, and uh, usually that will prevent uh, it from freezing if you have trouble with getting your uh, door frozen on you. so. And, of course, you have to give it the little booty bump. The booty bump? Yeah. You have to kind of, like, give it a little hip check so you, your door will open. You might dent your door. I mean, like, what? D- d- hit you your... don't do the booty bump on your door when it's frozen? No. I do the hand pull. What good is the... Oh, so you pull your, your, you pull your um, door opener off right and then i do the hustle the cupid sh- the cupid shuffle okay. it's valentine's week okay question what good does the, the the booty bump do when you're trying to get your door open why would you bump it closed well it's kind of like um okay so you know how if you have a brand new jar of pickles yeah. let's say and you wanted to open them and they were being problematic, you'd sit there and you'd slap the bottom of the of the uh, the jar and it breaks the seal, you know, so the little lid goes pop and um, and then you're you can open up your jar of pickles. It's the same principle on the doors. I don't know if I'd be doing that anymore because of the fact that the, the you know the metal in the cars is not as thick as it used to be. Plus, a lot of the uh, body parts in certain vehicles are being made out of aluminum, which is a little bit less tolerant of booty bumps and things like that. Um, and, 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 and 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 by the way, um, in Shelley World, it works. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I guess do the booty bump on your car. Okay. Yes. I have to process that for a couple of minutes. Process away, Brad. I'm, I'm going. I'm going like, why is that person booty bumping their car in the parking lot? You know, as you drive by. Um, you know. Anyway, there's something I'm going to say, but I get in trouble for saying it. But the forecast did not turn out the way it should, or at least the way the the uh, weather wizards had predicted. We'll have a complete forecast coming up in just a few seconds from Jennifer. Jennifer. Wojcicki. Our very own meteorologist. and But it is cold out there, so uh, extra caution. Uh, like I said, it's pretty, for the, for the most part, pretty much everywhere in our listening area, uh, if it's not totally dry, it's a little bit, you know, the roads are, you know, they got a little bit of moisture hint to them, but it's not like there's water running off of anything like that. So you don't have to worry about that, right? Right. 643. Westplex 107.1. Shelly, question Brad. for you. Do you think... Answer. That uh, Taylor Swift is a man hater. I don't think that she's a man hater. No. Quite honestly, I like that song, and I've sent that to uh, 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 several women that I know who are, um, you know, in positions of power. And if you listen to the song, she talks about the fact that you know, you know, and women have talked about this who are in management that if you're a tough man as a manager you're a good manager if you're a tough woman as a manager you're a b-word you know what i'm saying yes i do that's always been the way though that is the one thing that has been um equal throughout the the years throughout the decades is and it's always been like that. well you know that's the one thing that hasn't changed to put it that way i grew up with a very strong mother 
and she was in education. And she would always complain about the fact that, and it was true in her, her time period, uh, that she could never be any more than a department chairperson. She could never be a principal or an assistant principal or a superintendent. My God, never a superintendent. You know, there were never women as superintendents. That was like too far up the food chain. And now you have quite a few. Uh, matter of fact, I think there are a lot of districts uh, in the St. Louis area. I, I think there are probably um, as many women, sometimes more women superintendents than men. I have no problem with that. I think it's great. Uh, the downside that I think is like with what Taylor Swift is saying is that She's a strong, independent woman, and people don't appreciate that. Or some people don't. I do. My mom cracked me up. If we went somewhere, and I don't know if, I don't care what it was. Let's say we went to a restaurant and the service was really bad. You know what the problem was? Um, no. Some dumb man in charge. Some dumb man in charge. That's what she'd always say. <laughs> like if there was some problem, some, and she'd always go, you go, well, you know the problem. There's some dumb man that's in charge. You know, so I grew up with that. And 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 even to the point where where what what I find interesting is that I had a I had a lady that I worked with, God, this has probably been a while back. And at the time she was probably in her mid twenties. And she was at, she had been, matter of fact, when I first started working with her, she just had this huge breakup. She was dating a guy who was in, I guess, his early 40s. So she she was like 25, 26, and he was like 41, 42. And he was a college professor. And she was madly in love with this guy. And uh, at one point in time, uh, we actually met him uh, right before they had a breakup. Uh, you know, she just started working with us, and they had a breakup. And right, you know, not too far into her employment where I knew her. And then all of a sudden she totally changed. And every problem in the world was because this guy was, uh, he was a little chubby and he didn't have much hair. And she would always, if you got into a conversation and there was something wrong, like, for example, it was certain, it was funny because it used to remind me of my mom. One day she came into work and she was all upset because she went to a restaurant and her order got, got messed up and she complained to the manager and the manager wouldn't do anything for her. And she said, that guy is just a jerk, balding, middle-aged man. So every, every problem in the world was because it was created by a balding, middle-aged man who was the guy that jilted her. And so a B man. Yeah, every 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 guy in the world who was a problem to her was a balding middle-aged man. So it was, you know, and and it got to the point where the running joke was where where I worked was we would all say like if something went wrong or like let's say we tried to get a hold of somebody or if something somebody we were dealing with didn't go right, we go, "Well, probably he's a balding middle-aged man." You know, <laughs> it was like the running joke. But I don't know. It's 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 it's, women have come a long way. Uh, I think to a certain extent they've surpassed men. Uh, If you look at the interesting statistics, uh, the college enrollment at most colleges is there's more women than men. Uh, You look at the uh, master's degree programs in most colleges nowadays, universities. There's more women than men. Uh, Medical school, uh, there's more women than men. I know for a fact that like my daughter when she started law school, uh, her class which would have been the class of 2014, uh, it was exactly equal. There were, it was half women, half men in the, law, in, the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the law school. And if you went back like 40 years, if you went back like to, um, you know, 1974, it was like, you know, 90% men and 10% women in law school. So what's the old saying? What's that saying? You come a long way, baby, but you can't say baby anymore, right? So you get <laughs> no, trouble for that. No, you can't say baby. But I, see, okay, so here's the deal. 
this is going back to what I'm saying. Yes, that has changed. Women have really come to the forefront in a lot of ways. However, comma, with that said, still, if they are a strong business leader in a profile, high profile position, and they, they're strong and they know what they're doing and they're just, they could even be a diamond in a rough, whatever. They're still called the, a witch with a B. Well, I feel, I feel sorry for that. You know, I mean, it's just it's one of the truth. That's the one thing that's remained a constant over the decades. Do you know, do you know, you know, my philosophy on it? What is your bradosophy? Whatever man can do, a woman can do better. You know what? I, I knew that philosophy because you say that a lot. I do. But, and, and I mean it a lot of times. I mean, there's instances where, where I, mean, I you don't say it to me, but you say it in general. I wish I was dealing with a woman rather than a man because men still play stupid men games. You know, like, you know, like if you go in and try to talk to somebody about a deal or something like that, they're, well, you know, I'm not going to let this guy win. You know, it's one of those kind of things. I'm, I'm the tough guy here. I'm the, I'm the big man on campus. You know, this guy's not going to come in here and sell me something I don't want. You know, whereas my, this is anecdotal experience. I would rather be de- doing business with a woman than a man 90% of the time. Um, and, and I think that uh, you see that, uh, and I think that's why the women are growing so much in entrepreneurship. I mean, look at your organization. You're in Little Black Book. I mean, there's some heavy hitters in that group. Elizabeth Wade, she's like what? She's like a, a like a senior vice president of U.S. Bank. Isn't, like, and she's like, isn't she like a regional lady now? Doesn't she like do a whole bunch of banks, something like that? Um, I... I She's she's over the mid rivers. Um. No, I think she's more than that now. I think she's. I think she got a promotion. I think she's like a regional person. Well, I'm gonna have to find out no, because I, my girl, if she got a promotion, I mean, it's it's really funny with Little Black Book. You know, the you see people come in, and when they first start or they first begin with Little Black Book, you know, they're they're a little nervous. They're a little um, demure. They're not you know, uh, strong. And then you sit there and see them, you know, their businesses might be, you know, having troubles, having problems, you know, um, and you see them grow and thrive both personally and professionally. And it's a beautiful thing. That's because Shelly takes them by the arm and says, watch me. And she starts knocking men around and she'll, she'll go into shopping centers and she'll beat up on guys. And, and then she'll go, see, this is how you do it. This is how you get ahead. You just beat the daylights out of these guys. That's that's probably <laughs> not true, but um, if you but see, I do I do welcome them into the group. If yes. you see if you see a guy in the highway driving a nice car, you run him off the road. Yeah, that's what you do. No, I don't do that. But usually the guys in the nice cars drive like somebody with a joysticker on their car. <sighs> Here we go again. You're going to get us in trouble with the joy listeners. Hey, by the way, I said this earlier, and I'll reiterate, it's not a bad morning out there. We didn't have all the slush and snow, but be careful on the bridges and overpasses uh, because of the fact that, uh, once again, uh, for the most part, it did not, you know, it's not that moist out there, but some of those have gotten a little bit of frost on them, stuff like that. So super, super, super careful this morning, especially on the bridges and overpasses. But we're not dealing with, what were they saying, 1.1 to 3 inches of snow and slush? Weren't that, wasn't that what they are saying? 1 to 3? I, I don't know what they were saying, but I know that, that it was supposed to be really intense today. Yeah, and it's not. So go to work. It's, no, it's not. Actually. Suck it up. It wasn't and, intense yesterday either. And make sure you didn't leave that uh, that uh, 24 pack of Mountain Dew in the back of your car like I did. <laughs> and thank goodness it didn't explode. <laughs> but, so if it didn't even have, um, 
you know, ice sprinkles in it. Yeah. Does it have ethanol? No, no, no. What's what's sort of, what's sort of interesting mean, is why it's, would it not it, have ice sprinkles? Well, because I just, it's cold outside. I just got it out of my truck, and it's not even that cold. I'm going like, man, this is going to be like great. This is going to be like my favorite thing, where I put my my cans of soda in the refrigerator here at work, and I put them right up by the freezer compartment because uh, you know I got this little crappy little refrigerator, and uh, it 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 like sort of freezes them, you know, to the point where you feel like the ice crystals going down when you drink it, which is, yeah. like, to me, it's like the best. You know, it's not even like that. Oop, I just, oh, my God, I just spilled it on my phone. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to take a, I'm gonna take a break. Your phone is brand new. Uh, yeah, I'm no, going to take a break not. here. We'll be back. <laughs> Did you really just spill it on your phone? Westplex 107.1, Sam Hunt, who had the huge album back in 2014, 16 years ago. Uh, Montevedo had all the big songs, uh, a lot of crossover songs from country into uh, top 40 popular music, and then he disappeared. Well, he's back. He's coming out with a new album and is actually, excuse me, hiccups again, going to be on tour this summer and going to be at Riverport. You know, I still feel weird when I say Riverport because I know some people, it's not Riverport anymore. It's Hollywood Casino. You know. It will always be Riverport. <laughs> I know. It's, 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 if you've lived out in St. Charles for any amount of time, it will always be Riverport. Yeah, it's like, you know, you, you know you're dealing with someone who's been around for a while when you say, yeah, oh, at Riverport, yeah. Um, I saw this this morning, and I'm going to ask your opinion on this, Shelly. This is one of these things where I'm just going to give you the story, and I'm going to say, how does, or I, I, let me think, what would Shelly think? W. S-W-T. What would Shelly think? W, is that right? W, what, no, what would? W-W-S-T. W-W-S-T. What would Shelly think? Okay. This is an article about the University of Virginia. They recently opened up a new building on campus called the Multicultural Center. Okay. And they had to essentially um, send out a little note to all the uh, students that the Multicultural Center is open to everyone. Why would they do that? Because some people, matter of fact, a a post and a video uh, went viral and the video uh, was transcribed. And here's what the video said. If you all don't know, this is MSC, and frankly, there are just too many white people in here, and this space is for people of color. So just be really cognizant of the space that you're taking up, because it does make some of us POC uncomfortable when we see too many white people in here. What's a POC? People Pe- of oh, color. Oh, people of color. Yeah. I was like, yeah, PSC. point of contact? So, so they have a multicultural <laughs> center, and somebody's complaining because there's too many white people there. I mean... Isn't the word multicultural, isn't that what sort of means that it's like everything, you know, multiple, you know? It's like that coexist um, bumper sticker that people see. Yeah, and you don't like that? No, I, I, I like it fine. Well, I actually think it's a good idea. I, it's to the point where... I, don't, I know that that's kind of a, a fringe thing. I, I don't really know anything about the coexist movement, but based on the bumper sticker... I like it. Well, I like the principle of it. And I like the principle of this multicultural. I don't particularly care for the fact that 
there's too many white people in there. <laughs> I mean, but, but there see, people feel that there's too many white people in there. That's that's not fair. But the point of it is, it's open to anybody, right? I mean, that's exactly. I think that's the issue. It's like it's like okay, it's but first off, it's got multi multicultural center or whatever they call it, MSC. Uh, here, let me look at it again. I think that's what they call it. The uh, no, you know, uh, multi. What is it? They called it the MC. MCS. Uh, MSC. Yeah, multi multi. What is MSC? How does MSC go there? They go University of Tennessee students multicultural multicultural center. I don't know. Oh, multicultural student center. That's what it is. Okay, multicultural student center. So it's a student center. It's multicultural. You know. I mean, everybody's invited. I mean, I guess that's you know you know when 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 if you go like like it's all inclusive. You know, like if you hear about like a vacation, hey, it's all inclusive. That means you know everything. You like get, America should be. Well, all inclusive, you know, what's so crazy about that? I mean, people talk about that, but that's not really the case. You know, people are people have their biases. I mean, it's just natural. I mean, anybody who says they don't have a bias, um, you know, against certain people or certain things. I mean, it's just sort of the way we're cooked. It's baked into the human the human being. Uh, I don't. Oh, baloney. I don't. Baloney. There's things that you that you that are baked into you that you know you know all of us have that. It usually has to do with rainbows and sunshine, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and unicorns and happy little happy little trees, Brad. <laughs> okay, so so if you have a little short guy that comes up to you and starts giving you grief, you're not to the point where you're going like, oh, I don't like these short men. You're not like into that. No. Because he's actually, if he's short, he's talking to my chest. <laughs> Lucky him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, but, but you know, I mean, there's certain things that, that... I have no problem. It's not for me to judge. Well, That's between people and their maker. Or their, you know, I, I don't judge people. I was, That's not what I do. I always find it fascinating that, you know, that so much today... We are um, graded and 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 typecast and put into pigeonholes and things like that. But so many different things. I mean, think about it for a minute. Your credit score, okay? You have a credit yes. score, and that and that tells you either. And I've actually heard people that Brett. Well, I've I've got a seven ninety. You know, I'm going like, okay, so yeah, so whoop de doo, you know. And and to the point where if you guy, uh, you know, some people, um, I'm probably one of my best stories that I heard years ago when you talk about uh, things you don't expect. I had a guy that I knew managed a in a small town managed a small. Um, auto dealership but it was you know and, and now you see it all the time but in the old days you had like in st louis you had a chevy dealership and you had an oldsmobile dealership and they're different dealerships now most of the dealerships are like they have a couple different brands but in some of the small towns when general motors had like you know cadillac oldsmobile pontiac chevrolet you know gmc trucks a whole bit in some of the smaller towns you had one dealership that had every single general motors car you know what i mean like from the top of the line cadillac to the bottom of the line chevy whatever it was and yes. this friend of mine was the general manager there. And he told the story that even though they had all these car lines, they had one guy that was the Cadillac guy. And he sold, he only sold Cadillacs. And he made a lot of money because there were a lot of rich people in this particular area and they came in and they bought Cadillacs. So one day, and, and they would judge, you know, they'd look out the window and they would see people drive up in a car and they would see what kind of car they were in and automatically they would judge them and they'd get out of the car and they'd see how they were dressed 
And a lot of times if they drove up in a nice car and they were dressed well, this guy would greet him at the door. Hi, I'm I'm Joe. I'm the Cadillac guy. You come here. Key to take, point. Yeah, you come here Key to point, Brad. They it? were dressed well. Right, right. And, and you know, and, and uh-huh. you come you come here to you know, buy a, a Cadillac. Can I show you Cadillac? So one day this guy walks up and they, he doesn't even have a car. He, they see him walking down the highway and he walks into the parking lot. And he's got bib overalls on, and sort of a you know a, a, you know t-shirt looks like it, you know been a couple of weeks since it's been in the wash machine, and mud on his boots. And he walks into the dealership, and he didn't. This guy, the Cadillac sales guy, didn't go up to the door, and he goes, "Ah, eh, guys, you know he's, he's he's a loser. He doesn't have any money." Because so, he based him upon his dress. Yes. And he didn't have a car. He didn't see him drive up. I mean, he he literally oh, walked okay. walked yeah, up yeah. the highway. Walked up the highway from from, and they were in a place where you you know wasn't like there was a shopping center right next door. There was one down the street, but they were in a location where, you know, if you were going there, you normally drove there because weren't too many people that walked over from like the dealership next door or the you know the restaurant next door. There wasn't anything next door. There was like something a couple hundred feet down the road, but it wasn't like right next to him. So the guy walks in. And he says, uh, and a young, the young, the newest sales guy, uh, you know, was there and greeted him at the door. And he goes, hi, sir, how you doing? Oh, I'm fine, fine. And he says, well, I'd like to, uh, I, you know, and the guy says, I, I'm looking to buy a Cadillac. So the sales guy, youngest sales guy says, he says, well, you know, I'm not the Cadillac guy. Um, our, our, we have a dedicated Cadillac salesman. Uh, you know, let me introduce you to him. So he walks over to this guy and he goes, eh, I saw the guy walk in. He doesn't have any money. I'm not, you know, just sell him, you know, just talk to him. He's not going to sell anything. Turns out the guy bought not one, not two, but three Cadillacs, and the guy was one of the Supreme Court judges at the time in the state of Missouri, was a very wealthy attorney, and had was down the street with his, he was a farmer too, and was down the street, and his wife was looking for clothes in a, in a clothing store down the street, and he got bored and walked down the street and bought a new Cadillac for him, bought a new Cadillac for her, and for one of his kids. It just goes to show you don't judge people, well, but people do. It's a natural instinct, and that's why I always preach to people, dress as best as you can because people will judge you based on what you dress. You always get treated better when you're dressed well than when you're dressed to go to Walmart. Or when you're dressed to fly. <laughs> you know, that's true. <laughs> Because you know, I mean, now you get on the plane really? and the people are in there. Don't their, even get me started on that. The people I'm like, are in their seriously? pajamas. And, Do you remember the days when you actually did dress up to fly? Well, if what's interesting is if you go back and look at old pictures of like, you know, people going to the to the, you know, to baseball games, especially if you look at some of the old pictures of like St. Louisans who went to the original uh, Bush Stadium, Sportsman's Park, way back when. Now we're on Bush Stadium number three, but the original Sportsman's Park, and you see pictures of guys like in the fifties. They're in, they're in, you know, a coat and tie with a hat. You know, I with mean, a at, fedora, baby, at, at, at the ball game. You know, and going like, okay, now yeah. it's to the point where you know they're wearing shorts, you know, a jersey and flip flops. You know, it's like, okay, that's like the, you know, that's the new, the new dress code. So one of those things. It is. Hey, we got to take a break. We will be right back. It is seven eight. Westplex 107.1. Are you getting over him? Is that the case, Shelly? You getting over him? 
I'm getting over some things. Those, yeah. <laughs> those are the new rules. Good morning. It's BS in the Morning 722. I am Brad. She's Shelly. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Uh, once again, we did not get all the snow and all the yucky stuff that we were supposed to get, but I will warn you uh, that most of the roads are in pretty decent shape, but be extra cautious on some of the bridges and overpasses because uh, some of those are a little bit on the slippery side. For the most part, it's not even really that wet outside. It's not like there's a lot of ice, but you know, I guess it's one of those things where it's sort of like the black ice kind of thing, so be extra cautious of that. Um, the other night, the Blues were playing in Anaheim, Anaheim Ducks, in the first period, Jay Bomeister, uh, they're calling it a cardiac event, but I think most people would call it a heart attack. His heart stopped beating, and uh, this was when he was sitting on the bench, wasn't when he was out playing, and uh, they got to the point where they put the paddles on him to bring him back. And uh, I heard the press conference yesterday, uh, Doug Armstrong, who's the general manager of the Blues, say that of all the Blues, and you know, keep in mind, you have to be in great shape to play hockey to begin with on a level of the NHL. But obviously, within a team, there are guys that are in, you know, okay shape, and there are guys that are in good shape, and there are guys in great shape. And uh, even Doug Armstrong said that uh, Jay Bomeister was probably the fittest of the fittest and uh, had a heart attack. Uh, quick thinking, uh, they called the, uh, the, the, I think the rule is on most of the uh, teams uh, that there is a doctor who is usually the home doctor, but he also takes care of the uh, away team in case of emergencies like this. And uh, they responded very quickly, uh, tried to resuscitate him, put the paddles on him, brought him back to life, took him to the hospital. And later that night, supposedly he was, uh, he was uh, Facebooking and uh, uh, you know, texting with uh, guys on the team. Uh, the blues Good. Were, I'm glad to hear that. I the, really am. The Blues were supposed to fly out of uh, Anaheim, out of L.A. area that night. Instead, they stayed the night, uh, flew back the next day. Uh, the game was called. They will reschedule the game at some future point in time. But you, that, that was decent. That yes. was really, really decent. You, but you do have to wonder about somebody who is, I think he's 33, um, and what I have been told and this is sort of sad when you hear about this, is that the younger you have a heart attack, the worse it is. That if you have a heart attack in your 20s or 30s, that those, for the most part, are almost, uh, well, not almost, but very heavily weighted toward being fatal. Whereas as you get older in years, uh, if you have a heart attack, uh, the the, uh, fatal aspect of that diminishes to somewhat, which... You know, it's sort of like, okay, it's it's sort of counterintuitive because you would think like, well, when you're younger, if you have something like that happens to you, you know, you, you're stronger and your body will, will fight back. But it seems like it's just the opposite. And uh, it's scary. And it's one of those things where you sort of think to yourself, man, you know, somebody in great shape, uh, you know, hockey player, and that happens. But, you know, the crazy thing about it is that think how things have changed with the last, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, you know, 40 years ago, CPR, what the heck was that? You know, uh, you know, uh, portable defibrillators. It was five compressions and then two breaths. And well, no, I mean, they I mean, stop that. You didn't even, well, you, they didn't even do it. I mean, if you go back 40 years, I don't even know. I mean, I can't remember, you know, I would have been in my 40s then. Um, you know, uh, you figure that, uh, you know, I don't remember anybody talking about CPR. I mean, maybe doctors did, but you didn't hear it talk about like nowadays, like, you know, everybody there's, you know, you go to Red Cross, you take the training. Matter of fact, there's a lot of businesses nowadays that that's part of you working there. You are trained in CPR. That's part of, you know, your training and, and, you know, as an employee. 
Um, and it has changed. You're right. They used to do the mouth to mouth. They don't do the mouth to mouth anymore. And, you know, and, they and now they teach the staying alive. You know what that's all about? You know, sta, ah, ah, no. ah, ah, staying alive, staying alive. It's the beat of the, it's the, that's the, 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 the rate you're supposed to do the compressions. I dun. did not know that. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, so yeah. interesting. Yeah. Dun, 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 staying alive, staying alive. That's the. And, and you're supposed to, you know, think of that song. But and, and, and the bizarre part of it is, is that is that, I mean, happens during a game, you know, I mean, and and I remember years ago when that umpire died. You remember that the umpire for the baseball? I don't. I don't um, remember that. Oh, my God. That was so sad. I mean, he walked back from the plate and walked back to to, I think, one of the dugouts because I think he felt that he was something was happening and bang, just collapsed. Um, you know, and they called the game on that one, too. But, man, I guess. If you're gonna go, you know, I thought about this with my father. You do know, something, war, yeah, World yeah, War do II something vet. that you're in love with. Right, 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 right. Like, like me, I'd be, you know, I'd be here on the air with Shelley in the morning, and all of a sudden, uh, I'm gone. Oh, that was nice. Thank you for putting that out in the universe. Take it back twice. <laughs> so one of these mornings, when all of a sudden I'm talking to you, and in the middle of a sentence. And then I would sit there and start talking, thinking, oh, my gosh, I need to start talking so we don't have dead air. And, excuse the pun. And <laughs> stop it, Brad. Okay, I'll just let it be dead air. Actually, no, I won't. Because since we're talking about health issues, so I know that this isn't, doesn't have anything to do, which most of the stuff I say doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about. But do you know that what the moniker is for uh, a stroke? What the things to look for if you're having a stroke, it's FAST, F-A-S-T. Your face, is your face symmetrical? Um, arms, you put your arms out, and if you can't keep them at the same um, level, then that's number two. S is speech, if you can't speech, if you're slurring your words. And then T is... What is T? I don't. Oh, no, that's speech. No, I, I don't remember what T is. But anyway, let me let me just pull this up because Brad's not talking and he's making me um, look like I am, you know, kind of not prepared and uh, kind of silly, actually. Bradley, you need to talk, start talking because I'm not used to not having a co-host. Westplex 1071. You are listening to BS in the Morning. I am Brad. He is Shelly. And it is 738 in the morning. Brad, how are you today? Okay, just so everybody knows, he's messing with me. <laughs> he thinks it's funny. It's not funny. But he thinks it's funny I would because never, he's a man child. I would never do that. To oh, you, you speak. He I, speaks. Who knew? I, I would. I, a, a Mike monkey and a comedian. I, Who knew? You are so I, multifaceted. I, I would never do that with you. Never, never, never. Uh, by the way, every single day. No, you know the coronavirus thing. Do you, you know yes. the going on in China? I mean, this yes. sort of, this sort of strikes close to home. I don't know if you heard this or not, but. There are, there are several disc jockeys at Chinese radio stations who have now been confirmed to have the coronavirus. And you know what they're doing in China now? What? If you listen to radio, you have to put a mask over the speakers at your house. 
because they don't okay, want... Okay, I knew it was BS. <laughs> they don't want the virus to spread. So if you're listening to one of those DJs that has coronavirus, you have to put the mask over your speakers. So you the, know what? That... Well, no. You don't believe Too soon, Brad. Well, it's true. You know, you, you think I... No, that's not true. You and th- you know it's not true, so think, stop it. You think I'd make something up like that? I absolutely do. Oh, boy, boy the way, you know what? I screwed up. Because you're, 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 you're in rare form today, sir. <laughs> you know what? I forgot. We got in trouble. Um, Shelly isn't too proud of this. As a matter of fact, uh, some people have already... You know, she's some, somewhat embarrassed because we got cited by NARPA, which is the North American Radio uh, Producers Association, which is a very highly influential um, you know, organization within our industry. And uh, when NARPA sends you like a nasty gram, you have to comply. So now we have the new disclaimer we have to play uh, about the show. And uh, if you listen to the show, here's the disclaimer. So listen carefully. Or get emergency help if you feel faint, confused, very sleepy, or very hot, or agitated, acting clumsy, breathing more slowly than normal, or have stiff muscles. This is not a full list of risks and side effects. So that's the disclaimer. So you're you're forewarned. Do you feel better? <laughs> yes, I do. Now that Good. You, now that you mentioned it, oh, <laughs> because why why do we have to play that? Because of highly intelligent comments like. What does the fox say? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's Shelly at her finest. What does the I like that song, and, and you used to play it. And I don't know why you don't play it anymore. I don't know. Maybe because you it's like hilarious. it. It's hilarious. I took it out of the road. Oh, have you ever seen the video? The video is bizarre. Yes, I have. The video is bizarre. It's just really. It's about plushies. Yeah, it's just really weird. So, 741, uh, it's BS in the Morning. She is B-I-M-S or something like that. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. Website for the radio station is westplex1071.com. Do not forget we are broadcasting live from the Allen's Tree Service Studios. Uh, this is the time of the year when you're thinking, eh, trees, I don't need to worry about them. Yes, you do. We dodged the bullet last night and this morning with the ice and the snow and stuff like that. Uh, I've told the story recently about my brother-in-law who, uh, thank goodness, him and his wife were on vacation in Alaska, but a big tree in their backyard, a limb, and man, this is a big tree, probably about, this limb probably fell from about 60 or 70 feet up. Just all of a sudden, big old monstrous limb fell off their tree one night and went right through their roof into their, and the limb impaled itself in their bed, in their bedroom, which was a good idea. They weren't home because they were on vacation. And that's the kind of stuff. And the Allen's people, they know what to look for. If you have some trees, you know, they may come out like with Shelly and go, oh, my God, all these trees need to go. Or they may come out and say, eh, you need a little work on that one. But, you know, it's something that, you know, you might, you might want to do in the next six months. Uh, or like in Shelly's shape or Shelly's case, they may say, um, we need to be back tomorrow. Right. Yeah, they they did say. I'm not gonna lie, they did say. So yeah, and and they need to go. And once again, they, there's, there's a, no messing around here. There's a big difference. They're arborists, which means they're not just a bunch of guys with chainsaws. Oh yeah, that needs to come down. A lot of times they can save trees. Um, you know, they can do various things to them. Uh, matter of fact, this is the time of the year that some people get their trees um, treated for topped. bugs and things like that. Well, topped are like bug uh, bugs. They, you know, they spray them for like various, you know, bu- you know, uh, things, you know, various bugs and boars and all sorts of stuff like that. So anyway, give them a call. Allen's Tree Service. They're out there um, on the North Service Road West. Uh, well, they, it's, is, that, is that still is this still West Terre out there? Is that West Terre? No, or? it's not. I don't know what it is. 
I just know how to get there. You don't know what it is. <laughs> it's it's between. You the, really want to just you want to take 70, 70 west, get off at the Forestell exit, turn right, turn right again, and then because you'll see you'll pass by Allen. Yeah, you'll see him right on there. the north and, and by huh? the by the way with uh with spring not too far around like probably about seven six seven weeks away from now maybe even less uh they do uh they're great at lawn care and also uh, they will deliver mulch to you or you can go pick it up and uh, their mulch is good stuff because it's uh talking about recycling it's the stuff they uh, recycle from the trees they cut down so talk about you yeah. know not putting yeah, stuff in the landfill and stuff like that yes it's it's the professionally stuff. made right they do mulch. a good job so check them out um Cardinals, you know, this year the uh, baseball season starts even earlier. It starts like I think the 28th of March or something like that. Is that crazy or what? I mean, you know, I mean, cray cray. used to be that, you know, the season never started till sometime in April, like first, usually the first week. Not this year. I think last year it started early as well, too. But maybe that's because uh, Poxitani Phil said, oh, it's time for the baseball season to start early. Uh, we talked about earlier uh, that the Battle Hawks, uh, which Shelley said, who's that? And I said, the XFL. And she goes, what are they? <laughs> of course, I know she was just kidding me. She knows exactly. Matter of fact, she's dating one of the guys in the XFL team. So uh, she knows all about the Battle Hawks. And he's short. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, they announced yesterday that their home opener could be, uh, well, not necessarily a sellout because they're only selling tickets in the lower bowl of the dome. And they may have to open up some seats in the upper bowl, which would really be cool. Um, and I think it's going to be a success here in St. Louis. Uh, the first, uh, uh, the, the, the sports guys who were like really, you know, had their nose in the air about the XFL. Um, I've heard several of them say they thought it was really good football. And matter of fact, if you, there's a couple plays I've seen of our team, um, the Battlehawks, that man, some really good passing. I'm going like, damn, that was a great play. Uh, very fast paced. And what's sort of cool about it is if you watch the games on TV, they mic up all the coaches and you hear what they're all talking about. Now, they got to be running that on delay. Because you know how coaches talk. They F-bomb the hell out of things. You know what I mean? So they got to be you know, running out of delay because of the fact that uh, it's not like <laughs> when, when, uh, when the Super Bowl on the network after the Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs, and there were several of the players who were very potty mouth, and it was actually going on the air. And I'm going, like, damn, they're not running out of delay? Holy cow, they're going to get themselves in trouble on that. Right? keep on saying the d word are you allowed to do that hoover i'm sorry hoover oh hoover hoover Hoover, (laughs) damn vacuum yeah yeah hoover damn the six degrees six degrees of separation six degrees of separation right right uh and right now shelly only has two because (laughs) you have burned the rest of them off of me why is that come on i haven't been a good boy this morning i haven't gotten i've done anything bad Oh look, it's seven forty-six. <laughs> that's that's Shelly's cue that she's done talking. Uh, but what she didn't tell you was, and I will tell you, that Jennifer, the lady with the interesting name, is coming up with our forecast. Fochitsky. Seven forty-six. Westplex one hundred seven point one. I say no. Seven fifty-three. Good morning. It is BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Do you know? Have, you know, it's interesting. All these things that have come out about about um, uh, the Royals. You know, with now with the Megan and uh, whatever her. Yes, how they want to come over here. Well, they're supposedly living in British Columbia now in in Vancouver. Um, And I saw this the other day, and it was an article that I didn't even remember this. Um, 
It was a guy by the name of Ian Ball, and this goes back to 1974, March 20th of 1974. Princess Anne and her husband of four months were heading towards Buckingham Palace after attending a charity filming event, um, and they the a guy drove in front of their maroon Rolls Royce and started shooting, and uh, they, the guy was trying to kidnap Princess Anne. And uh, one of the bodyguards, his name was uh, Wallace Beaton, was, was, was shot. Uh, the chauffeur was shot. And another person was shot. And you know how the, you know how the, uh, the kidnapping attempt was, was thwarted? How? A, a boxer, a guy who was an amateur boxer, just happened to be walking by and saw this. And he went up to this this Ian Ball guy, the guy that was uh, trying to, uh, who had essentially had, uh, you know, hijacked the 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 you know the princess princess's uh, you know limousine, and punched him in the head. Good for him. Yes, and, and to the point That's where my favorite thing to do: punch him in the head. Punched him in the head and didn't knock him out, but knocked him down. And then other people, uh, and apparently there was another uh, police car that was not assigned to the detail, but another police car saw this happening. And then this, this Ian Ball guy got up and was stunned and tried to run away, and they got him. And uh, what was interesting is that the, the guard, the guy whose name is Wallace Beaton, he was a member of what they called SO14. That's the Scotland Yard Special Operations Branch. Um, they had no training. And he had a relatively small gun. He had a Walther PPK, which is essentially the James Bond gun, which is a small caliber semi-automatic handgun. And it jammed. And that's why he couldn't return fire. And after the interview, after this whole thing happened, they, he claimed that he had little or no training, that essentially he was just a cop that they you know, promoted to this SO-14 detail, which was in charge of uh, watching over the royals and now they are highly trained but i you know i saw this and i thought to myself man i don't remember that um but they talked about things are totally different now um you know the way they protect the royals and the thing that always sort of gets me is if you see the white house and you see the fence around it you know and then and the white house sits back off the street and it's not like you can you know reach over the fence and get close to touching the white house you ever seen like 10 Downing Street in, in, in London where uh, the prime minister lives? It's, no. It's like, it's like going like to a house in South City. You know, it's like sits real close to the street, you know, and it's like, it's, you know, just like there's not, you know, there's not a big fence around or anything like that. It's just like a, on a normal street. And I'm going like, how do they protect that? Because the United States, we always hear about some crazy nuts that try to jump the fence. You know, and try to, you know, and there one time, was it, what, three or four years ago, where the guy actually got over the fence and got onto the grounds and actually got inside the White House? Remember that one? When I think that was when, I do remember that. when Obama was still in office. And he, he was, like, walking up the steps and, you know, to the second floor. And I'm going, like, okay, how did that happen? You know, I thought the Secret Service was on top of that kind of stuff. But anyway, I thought this was interesting because I never even remembered this. And in 1974. I don't remember it either. 19- but then again, um, I was... Probably I didn't. I don't watch the news. Yeah. So and, I didn't watch the news then. I still don't watch the news. Anyway, what he was trying to do was he was trying to kidnap um, um, Princess Anne, and once he was going to kidnap her, he was going to ask for a fifteen million dollar ransom. Well, that didn't work out too yeah. well for him, did yeah, it? Yeah. You know when? I'm and, glad he got punched in the head. Well, the 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 guard who was shot. 
the uh, Scotland Yard guy, the SO14 officer, and this other guy, the guy who was who was uh, the guy who punched him, um, were both awarded the highest civilian award uh, that you can get in England. And you know, and and I thought to myself, man, you know, how how fascinating is that? That that you know, and and they talked about how how you know there was so lax security for the the royals. And I'm thinking, what what sort of brought back to my memory? I'm like, okay, so you know, Meghan Markle and her royal husband are moving to British, you know, and they're going to quote quote lead a, a normal life. Come on. They gotta have like all sorts of security. Nobody leaves a normal well, life. Well, don't you don't you think they'd they'd still have all sorts of security with them? You know, I would think so. Yes. I mean, just for this reason that even though he's sort of not part of the, you know, he's not. I don't want to say denounced, but in other words, he's not. Um, they're not doing the royal duties anymore, where they're showing up for charity events and you know, opening up shopping centers, whatever they do. Um, kind of like what we do. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we open up shopping centers. Yes. Only we're not royal. Yeah, we're far from. I love it. that song, by the way. Uh, do you play it? No, I because you like it. Anytime you tell me I like a song, I go on the computer and I take it out. That 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 answers that. Fair enough. <laughs> now you know. Now you know how it's done. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be by, right back at seven fifty nine. Westplex one hundred seven point one. I don't use the Kickstart, but I do use Mountain Dew, and I do like it in the morning. It gets me going. And my uh, my twenty four pack of Mountain Dew did not explode in my truck because I left it there last night. It's been very nice and refreshing this morning. I bet it has, Brad. Shelley, I'm glad that you had that in the morning. <laughs> I was going to say, Shelly, Shelly's gone. She had a she had a heart. What do they call it? A cardiac uh, uh, event? No. You, you know what? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Hard no. Nope. <laughs> There's fighting words with Shelly. You say certain things, and she turns into no, 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 not talking about that. Just shut up. Don't talk about that. Right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way she is. Well, extra caution out there this morning. Uh, if you're just uh, getting yeah, out of bed, everyone, uh, just hitting the road, it's not nearly as bad as they said it was going to be. We're supposed to have like one to three inches of slush and snow. Didn't really materialize. Although in some spots, the overpasses are still a little bit dicey, uh, mainly because of the fact that uh, the temperature is dropping like a rock. It was wet. But for the most part, it's not a bad drive out there. So be careful because, you know what, we're not the biggest radio station. We can't afford to lose any of our listeners because if we lost two of you our ratings would be down 66 percent so that wouldn't be good for us right shelly that is absolutely correct right but i think we have more than two listeners so well you have three like i said that's what i said if we lost two of our listeners we'd have we'd we'd be our our ratings would be down 66 percent which would mean we have one left you're you're such a never mind (laughs) i'm such a never mind what is that you're such a never that's that's it you're such a never mind. <laughs> oh, Brad, uh, Brad, know, Brad. You know, you know we it's forgot. 803, everybody. Have a great oh, whoa, day. Whoa, 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 it's been a whoa, slice whoa, of heaven whoa, as usual, Brad. Whoa, 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 Always love whoa. working with you in the morning whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We, we forgot to do something. Oh, my goodness. We've got, you know, we love to do this with anniversaries and birthdays. So, you know, and Shelly no, keeps saying. please don't do that, Yeah, Shelly keeps saying we need to do that. So here it is. Uh, Christy and Joe Horton, uh, ninth anniversary. You know, and I Hugh really don't Janus turning 10. do this all the time. <laughs> Have a great day. And now the most important man in St. Charles steps up to the microphone and says. Shelly Barr is a retort. Shelly Barr is a what? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay. You, you didn't hear that? Come on, Caleb, step up to the microphone. It's your turn. 